This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 038, Nobody's Child. Nobody's Child is the second track on side two and the seventh song from El Dorado. It was recorded at the Delane Leah Studios in London over the summer of 1974. Not surprisingly, the working title for the song was Painted Lady. For the remastered release of El Dorado in 2001, Jeff Lynne wrote a naughty one about a young lad being seduced by an older woman. In a dream world, of course. In 1988 issue of the ELO fanzine, Face the Music, Andrew Whiteside wrote, In this song, the dreamer sees his dreams become too real for comfort. Eventually, he accepts his fate and finds in her release and a sense of self-identity at last. The song was sampled in 2017 by Decibel for their rap song, Take It Over. She was slowly meandering toward him, her hips discreetly swaying. His intense sexual hunger was apparent to anyone who bothered to notice. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we reach that type of dream. (laughs) Yeah, the one that uh, encourages you to start doing your own laundry. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure this dream was very exciting to a man who has a bank job in the city. Yes, I'm sure it quite was. This is called Nobody's Child, and even though Painted Lady is often a term used for hookers, but I would say given the context and given the burlesque vibe that the music takes on in the background, that this is probably more about a dancer. See, I just always thought this was a song about the dreamer being tempted by a a naughty, naughty hooker lady. Uh, I hadn't thought of the stripper thing, and I hadn't thought of the burlesque angle of the music, which I can see now. I just thought maybe sort of a blues kind of jazz kind of thing going here with the classical music thrown in on top of that. (laughs) Um, I'm sure I'm not going to be able to edit that out, but Madeline is here with one of her friends, if you can all hear that. uh, It's a snow day, so. but we're just going to keep right on going. Um, I really like how they revisit the Boy Blue opening fanfare, but they do it all with strings this time. And a shorter version. I thought that was pretty cool. That bass line, that seems pretty simple, but as simple as it is, 
the rest of the song on top of it, it's just, it's friggin' fantastic, especially when the orchestra and the choir build and join in those as the song goes on. It's, it's just, it's, it's El Dorado. So of course it's a friggin' fantastic song and I, I love everything about it. I think it's one of the lesser songs on the album, but if this is one of the least songs on an album, then you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I think in the past, what slightly brought this song down was some of the uh, production on it, mainly towards the beginning where the Painted Lady parts kind of echoed. But then when it really gets into the song, though, it's pretty much on par with everything else on this album. Yeah. And I mean... And if you're going to do a whole album about dreams, well, (laughs) yeah, it could have been a lot more graphic than this, so... (laughs) Yes, yes, it could. Um, whenever these things thrown in and, and all together, I think the whole thing works. In the notes, it says that at the start of the piano solo that you can hear the orchestra start packing up because they were a union orchestra and the clock hit six o'clock. And even though the band's still recording, clock says six o'clock, time to go. So this is one of those songs where they say that you can hear the orchestra just putting down their instruments and packing up and slamming their cases together and, and locking them up. I wasn't able to hear it but i'm gonna believe jeff lynn because i'm sure he has a better ear than i do i'm quite sure that he probably did a little bit of work to try and make sure it didn't sound as much like everybody was trying to head out the door yeah well he said that on the record it was easy to hide that stuff but when it came out on cd apparently it could hear it pretty well and i ripped my version from cd and, and i listened really close i turned it up and it's like i'm listening i i don't hear it no, I got mine the same place I get all of my music. It's from LimeWire. Uh. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Does that even exist anymore? But I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if any of that stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. No. The only sure the illegal. only one I've the only sound of that I really noticed is really at the end of the whole album. That's where I spot it too. With vinyl, you could hide a lot of you. You could definitely hide a lot of stuff in the in the noise portion of that when you get the master tape then yeah a lot of that does pop up i have heard some differences occasionally but then of course unfortunately people tend to fiddle quite a bit with sound when they re-release everything on cd a lot of times too and not for the better yeah but jeff lynn might have been happy with this since he's such a beatles person and this was something that i didn't discover until 1988 when i heard sergeant peppers on cd i was listening to it and then at that long piano fade-out, I thought I heard something. And I went back and I turned my stereo up as loud as it could go. And that's really loud. And you can hear very quietly a chair creaking, like somebody's leaning back in it, and somebody saying, Shh. There's your Sgt. Pepper's influence on El Dorado. If you have um, an 8-track version of Sgt. Pepper's, yeah. That outro on A Day in the Life goes even longer. Really? Because yes. supposedly, if you have everything right, you can actually kind of hear the air conditioner in the studio. Huh. Because it goes beyond a little bit what it does on the album. I don't know if the CD used a different mix or anything than the actual album. Right. But the original 8-track versions of it, I think also 1978 re-releases on the 8-track, mm-hmm. it went on a lot longer and then supposedly you could actually hear that part master tape caught the ac <clears throat> running in the background well i'm sure now with that knowing that there's this like bonus stuff on eight tracks i'm sure eight tracks will come back now since 
All the kids seem to think cassettes are great, and I never, ever liked them. I only used them because I had to, and iPods hadn't been invented yet. Got something to say about Nobody's Child? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Midnight on the Water, a novel by Pam Van Allen, tells the story of Horace, a man with a bank job in the city, who escapes from his dreary, lonely life into an elaborate dream world of knights, shamans, and merry men. Based on the 1974 Electric Light Orchestra album, El Dorado, Midnight on the Water by Pam Van Allen is available at Amazon.com. If you enjoy this podcast, Please show your financial support through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash ELOPod, or through PayPal, ELOFTMPodcast at gmail.com, or give to our Kickstarter campaign. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I love the song. Wow, she liked it! Taste the music. An Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some goodies at Patreon dot com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 039, Illusions in G Major. I love you guys. XOX.